Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world, where it's naturally supernatural. My guest, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, New York Times best-selling author, is going to release brand new end-time revelation. I promise you, you have never heard such information before. Are you ready? Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? tsunami wave of healing onto planet Earth today? Sid Roth has spent over 40 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Many of you know Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. He's, he's had so many uh, New York Times bestsellers. Uh, you're probably familiar with The Harbinger. Uh, but uh, this new book, I have to tell you, there's something so special about it. Now, tell me the whole premise of the yeah. oracle. Yeah, the oracle is probably... And what is the word oracle? Yeah, oracle is like a prophet. I mean, and, you know, there are false ones and there's the real one, and one who speaks for God. And the the ultimate thing is that this is probably the largest uh, mysteries that, I, that I've been ever written about, and that this is so big that it lies behind everything from, from the past, the present, what is yet to come, current events, uh, what is the mystery behind it, even our president, uh, even Trump, it's going to go there too. Um, and it's really the master template or secret of end-time prophecy. And it's so exact that it actually gives uh, the exact times when things have to happen, down to, in some cases, the exact dates. Uh, there's several mysteries that are open up. One is the Jubilee Mysteries, which is this, based on the Jubilee, that every, God has this time clocked, and that, that at certain times, according to this, that there are prophetic events that happen in the world like clockwork. They happen every 50 years, and it happens, in, it's gigantic, it's prophetic, it's linked to the the, actually to Messiah's coming. So that's one of them. It's affected all of our lives. Another one is the parasha, the mystery of the parashas, and that is this. There are these appointed words that God appointed, that are appointed from the, it's the scripture, and that all around the world, every week, the Jewish people open up the scrolls in the synagogues, and there are appointed words in that scroll. And when they are read, things come true, happen in the world when they're read. And one note you said about the oracle. This is the, when people read this, it's, it's it's, it's like I, the Harbinger in this sense, that there's a, a story, that all these things are revealed, but there's a narrative where a man goes... You, to, you have quite imagination. Wait till well, you hear about this. <laughs> goes to find a man called the Oracle on this mountain. And, and the Oracle opens up these mysteries of God. And it's done through these seven doors. And so each door is another revelation that opens up, I mean, uh, mysteries, many mysteries. We probably will not get to the seventh door. In fact, we'll probably just be able to touch on it. Okay. Let, let's just start with yeah. one of them. And okay. it's actually one of my favorites, but I have to tell you, they're all favorites. <laughs> but, but this yes. is about the stranger. 
Yeah, there, there, people don't realize that, that there was the end times and, and what we are witnessing now, what we're dealing with Israel and all, that began, in a sense, the end times were set in motion. What we're seeing now in this particular year, about 150 years ago, around 1867, when all these strange things start happening in the land. It's like God is preparing for the end times. He's preparing Israel coming back. And one of the prophecies Moses did before he died, he said, he said before this happens, he says that God's going to gather you from the ends of the earth, but he says, but first um, a stranger is going to come from across the world. He's going to come from far away. He's going to come to the land. He's going to bear witness that it is desolate. It's a wasteland. It's hopeless. It's cursed. And, and, and then God's going to start doing it. Well, what amazing thing said, um, the stranger comes. He comes from far away. He makes a journey, comes to the land, and he sees it desolate. He records it. He, he writes a book. He spreads it to the world. And the words he uses are the same words that Moses said he's going to use. And the man who's the stranger, we, we, we grew up learning about him. He's part of prophecy is Mark Twain. Mark Twain actually is fulfilling biblical prophecy. Well, was he a strong believer? He was a skeptic. That's all the more powerful, Sid. When he reaches the peak of his journey, the last full day and night in Jerusalem, and he's bearing witness, that day it's a Sabbath, and there's an appointed word throughout the world that's being read all around the world. What's the word? The word that's being read as the stranger is in the land and completes his journey is the prophecy, Moses saying, the stranger will come to the land. And, and all around, and he's actually walking Jerusalem, and they're chanting this, and they don't know it's being fulfilled in their midst. And, and not that, let me say, right after this happens, Sid, right after he comes, that's when all these things start coming, and it's going to begin the beginning of the restoration of Israel. And for 2,000 years, the Jewish people are praying every day, Lord, restore us to Jerusalem. And, and they say every day, hear our prayer, Lord, hear our prayer. And, and they say, have, be merciful to us and build Jerusalem. Mark Twain, it wasn't his real name. He was born with a name that was Hebrew. He was born, it was Samuel, Samuel Clemens. Samuel means the Lord has heard. And Clemens means he has now been merciful. <laughs> Who could do that? Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you the effect. Uh, uh, I, I read one of the first copies of this yes. book. Uh, in fact, it wasn't even out yet. No. Uh, it, and, and when I read this, it ties together, like there's in the United States, our, our Congress is debating whether we should be a friend of, of Israel, etc. I'm going to tell you something. Anyone that reads your book will love the land of Israel, will believe that the Jewish people were given a covenant from God himself for that land. Anyone that reads that book will say, there has got to be a God. And this book must be from God. The center of history, whether you know it or not, is Israel. When you explain these various doors in your brand new book, uh, you don't just share one tiny little thing. You share layer upon layer, not just that one fact. We don't have time to do it. Yes. But layer, I, I mean, how could God have it? It's, it's, it, it it is mind blowing. It is mind blowing, and we, and, you know, we can only like, here. We can just touch on a little bit, but the thing is, it's the same God in our life. He weaves it together the same way, whether we see it or not. It's the same God. Uh, tell me about the mystery of Israel's rebirth. There's a prophecy in the Bible.
Bible from Amos that said God says he speaks about the day that he's going to raise up Israel. It says on that day, it says, I will, I will raise up the fallen tabernacle of David. He says, I will end their exile. I'll bring them to the land. I'll bring Israel back as I did. This whole prophecy, okay, it's read around the world. So now the Jewish people in the 20th century are opening up their scroll. It's an appointed day. It's appointed day for that word. They read it and they're saying, I will raise up, I will raise up Israel. Well, what day did they open that up? May 14th, 1948, the day Israel was raised up from the dead. The exact day. So when it's happening, Israel is rising up all around the world. They're chanting, I will raise yeah. up. Tell me about the Jubilean code. Okay, if I told you that Moses actually knew the, or said these things, it'd be the, when this was going to happen, it would sound crazy. In the original Jubilean ordinance that says every 50th year from through Moses, he says, you shall return, everyone, you shall return to your ancestral possession. That's Jubilee. You shall return. But the amazing thing, Sid, if you, the word he uses for you shall return is one Hebrew word, tashuvu. Tashuvu, now, and this is, listen, when you, when you write a, a year in Hebrew, you write it with letters. You write it with letters. Well, when you put the letters together, uh, you shall return, it comes out to the year 1948. But well, well, <laughs> not only you've got that. In English, we have a, a numbers and we have the alphabet. But in Hebrew, the alphabet is the numbers. Yes. I want you to get this. Yeah. So you read that word in Hebrew and it's a number. And the number was? 1948, you shall return to your ancestor possession. <laughs> it's all there from the beginning. Well, Give me a break. You know what I think, Jonathan? I think God is having mercy on planet Earth. No one will be able to see him when they leave this Earth suit and say, well, I wasn't sure the Bible was from God. I wasn't even sure there was a God. No one. <laughs> There's just so much. Okay, tell me about the Jubilean man. Okay, let's count. All right, we count from 1917 with that last big Jubilee. At 50, what's the 50th year? 1967. What's that? The Six Day War. What did, what, when Israel came back, didn't have Jerusalem. But Jesus said, you must have Jerusalem because he says, you're going to be in Jerusalem saying, Baruch Abba, blessed is he. He told the Jewish people. So they have to be back. So what happens? 1967, like t clockwork, all of a sudden the Six Day War breaks out. Israel doesn't want it, breaks out. What happens for the first time in 2,000 years? Israeli soldiers enter the gates and they're standing in the holy city of Jerusalem. Jubilee, everyone shall return to their ancestral possession. It is their possession. So again, the greatest prophetic event happens according to this. But amazing thing, what happens in the year of Jubilee? You sound the shofar, you sound the trumpet, trumpet, yeah. So, so amazing things then. At the moment that they reach the Temple Mount, the soldiers are on there and the Western Wall, a trumpet sounds. And who did? There's a rabbi who just happened to be blowing a trumpet. He, he didn't, wasn't thinking it's the Jubilee, but he blows the shofar. Not the rabbi, the rabbi, you know, well, let me say this. On the, in the Jubilee, the land returns to its original owner, its original state. What was Jerusalem? What was the Temple Mount originally? It was a threshing floor. David bought it, right? In the Bible, the word for threshing floor is Goram. The rabbi who sounds the shofar on the Temple Mount is named Rabbi Goren, Rabbi Threshing Floor. Born with it, born with it. And not only does not only that, he's born, that rabbi is born in the year 1917, so it's his 50th year, it's his jubilee, and he's sounding the jubilee, and, Sid, and 
then when I looked, I looked even deeper, and I looked that his name has two names. The name Goren means threshing floor. It also has another meaning. It means horn, the one who sounds the horn. <laughs> who could do that? <laughs> who could do that? Yeah, I have to ask you a personal question. When you found like the first in some of these stories, and you said, that is the most amazing, and then you found after that another layer, after that another layer, after that another layer, I believe there is, it, it's like infinity. The layers just keep yeah. coming in the yeah. Bible. It's, yeah. it's like no other book you've ever read. Would you believe that these amazing biblical prophecies are even tied into President Trump and even your future? Okay, Jonathan. I mean, the, 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 these codes in the Bible that you don't have to uh, uh, be a big detective because it's, it, it's black and white, it's there. Um, even have people in it like President Trump? Yep, <laughs> the, the amazing thing. This goes right up to where we are, Sid, and, and goes beyond the future. And we're, be able, we're able to touch just a, a little portion. Here's the thing, Jubilee, we left off with the last Jubilee, 1967. Well, well, what happens if you go 50 years? 50 years later, you come to 2017. Did anything happen concerning Israel, Jerusalem? Anything happen? Well, it, well Netanyahu called it the, one of the most, the four greatest events in Israel's history. For the first time ever, a world power recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. And that was, that was America. That has never happened. That has never happened in modern times. Has never happened since ancient times. But the interesting thing is, many of the presidents promised they would do it. Yes. And they never did they it. They never did it. But now is the year of jubilee. You got to do it. Ah. <laughs> you know. Now, now. But but what happens? Sid. Now there's so much with, with President Trump. There's a mystery that's linked to an ancient king. We talked about ourselves. An ancient king that he's following, and he's doing things exactly as he did. He's saying the same words, and he's doing it at the exact time. But we can't do that. Now, we don't have time, but let me say this. What happens in the year of Jubilee? The trumpet sounds. We saw the last one. It was that rabbi. He was the central guy, right? He sounds the trumpet. So what does Trump mean? It means the one who blows the trumpet. The trumpet, and it also means the trumpet. Read the Bible. He, he just happened to have that name and just happened to do it in a jubilee. <laughs> and just happened to be president. Give me a break. <laughs> Give him a break. <laughs> yes, yes. And listen, it's when did he come to power? 2017, year of jubilee. The trump shall sound throughout the land. So he's been sounding ever since. <laughs> and, and, and when the trump, when the trump sounds, what happens to the jubilee? The land goes back to the ancestral possession to the original owner. So Jerusalem goes back. He's the Trump sounds and it happens. But let me do even more mind blowing. There is that we talked about the appointed scriptures, right? When when Trump was born, there was an appointed scripture and he was born on a Friday, which is the Sabbath. So there's an appointed scripture. What was that scripture? Now, this is the day that Trump is brought forth into the world. The scripture is the only scripture in the Bible that was read at that time all throughout the world is about the bringing forth of the Trump the bringing forth of the trumpet. Wow. It's about how to form the trumpet, how it's going to be produced. And so on the day that Trump is produced, the scripture is the producing of the Trump, and it's waiting. It says it will sound at the holy day. It's waiting for 2017, year of Jubilee. That's when Trump is going to sound. I mean... <laughs> well, uh, there was something else supernatural on that. Not only did he say he was going to do it, 
He took an existing building over. He didn't even have to build it. The amazing thing is, now this is another mystery we probably, but an uh, amazing thing, he, one of the things he follows, mysteries, is Cyrus. And King Cyrus issues a declaration. In the declaration, he says, I'm going to build a house. Trump, in the same declaration, follows the words and says, I'm going to build a house. And said, if, uh, we won't go into it, but, we, but if you do the, there's an amazing thing here. If you do, if you do the timing, Cyrus did this after 70 years. Well, if you take when Israel was voted into existence, add 70 years on the Hebrew calendar, the exact day it's over is when Trump gave the declaration after 70 years. Exact, the exact, exact day. Hebrew day. Exact Hebrew day. Now, what are the mysteries that the oracle reveals? about the end times. This, I've, I've found this one of the most fascinating things. Of, it, it, yeah. It's just all laid out. It's all laid out. This is, this is the sixth door that we go, it deals with the future. And so the, the, this is, it's so big that, for instance, you know, one of the, it's the mystery, it's the template of the end times. It's, the, it's really the secret of the end times. Jubilee is about returning, returning home. You return to where you left. So what, what are we seeing? What's the end times? First of all, we see the Jewish people are returning to where they were at the beginning of the age. That's Israel. They're returning to the capital city, Jerusalem. That's at the beginning of the age. What about the world? The world is also following the Jubilee mysteries. I mean, listen, America had to, be, had to be there at that time for this to come true. Trump, the American election had to happen at the exact time for the mystery to come true. All this. But what it's saying is the world will also return. Now, what does that mean? It will return to where it was at the beginning. Well, we've had a kind of age of, of Western civilization, Christianity. Well, what it's saying is the world, the mainstream culture, is going to turn back to where it was. Where is that? What was that? It was anti-Christian. It was pagan. It was, it was against the Word of God. Well, we're watching it every day. I mean, we could do, a whole, we could do 10 shows on this. We're watching it every day. In the, in the book, it's called The Dark Jubilee. But this is what we are seeing. It's part of that, too. And not only that, though. Now, that's an interesting term, the dark Jubilee. We've heard of the good jubilee. Yeah. This is the dark and describe. Yeah, but well, it's well, what it's uh, what we uh, read uh, in the newspaper. You turn on the television, day. you'll see it every single day. But there's also good news because not only is the world returning, the Jewish people are returning, but also the church has a jubilee that we have to return to where we were at the beginning of the age, which is the book of Acts. So you know, because we lost that, we're coming back. And and there was persecution, but God even uses persecution to get glory in the church, for, the, for us to go back. So God is calling us to stop being status quo, to become radical again, revolutionary again. And also, by the way, also at the beginning, you had the church and Israel were one. That's coming again. That's happening right now, too. And so you have all that happening. And then, Sid, you have, there's going to be another return, because it's all leading up to a final return. That's the final jubilee. It's the return of the king to the kingdom. <laughs> and there's so much there. And that's why we're returning. The Jewish people are returning to the king. That's why he's coming too. That's also part of the jubilee. It's, uh, I'll tell you, Jonathan, how does this relate really to people watching now? Totally. And, 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 the, and when you get to the seventh door, which we're not going to get to, it's going to come home to each one. When you just said to me, and you're the first one who I know who fully read the book, you're the first one who got the first copy to read. And when you said the glory came in, that's what I pray, the glory coming in each life. The thing is, it's not just that he's the God of, of, the, of the universe. He's the God of your life. Same God who brought Israel back is the God who brings you back. Same God who is over every single thing is weaving your life together. Yeah. The same God who says, 
come home to Israel tells all of us to come home. He's the God of the Jubilee. The power of all this is for your life. The power of the Jubilee is for our life. We have an ancestral possession. We have, the, we have an inheritance. We have a calling. And the power of God, the power of Messiah, He is the Jubilee, is to give us the power to live it and come home and to enter the inheritance that God has for us. This could be our greatest hour, Sid, because when the dark gets darker, the lights get brighter. So this is for each one of us right now. And if there's anybody who's watching who doesn't know the Lord, the, the call of the Jubilee is come home, come home, come home. Your Father's waiting for you. This is the year, the time of Jubilee. And ultimately, it's going to lead to the final Jubilee, which is when we come home to our ancestral possession, which is heaven. I love that. Now, you have ever heard how Rabbi Jonathan had an encounter with the Messiah. As a Jewish atheist, he had to get hit by a train to believe. Go to SidRoth.org slash con for his story. Rabbi Jonathan Kahn says that the revelation he has been given, it's so big that it will involve and open up mysteries from Mark Twain to Moses to President Donald Trump and much, much more in his brand new book, The Oracle, and brand new six CD set, The Oracle Uncensored. Additionally, you will receive an exclusive card with the biblical readings that are proclaimed and chanted throughout the world in every Jewish synagogue, the same scriptures on the same week since the days of Jesus. We've also added to these readings New Covenant scriptures that correspond with the Old Testament readings for an investment of 49 U.S. dollars. To order, call one 800 447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Rabbi Jonathan Kahn's brand new book, The Oracle, six CD set, The Oracle Uncensored, and an exclusive card containing the Parsha readings. Offer number 9633 for an investment of 49 U.S. dollars. Be sure to ask for offer number 9633. Once again, that's offer number 9633.